yeah, it's time for another episode of the Comic Book Kaiju Podcast. I am your host, Vactor, and I'm here with returning MCU expert, Mark Vibbert. Yeah, that's with two B's and an I, but it, it is where you think. <laughs> and as Mr. Vibbert just alluded to, we're going to be talking about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 4. Is this not real magic? So that's going to be the entire episode. That's all we're going to talk about on the comic book Kaiju, the show where we love comics and you should too. Also want to say real quick before we get into our discussion, Mr. Vibbert can be found over at the, there's two different podcasts. Uh, we can find him at the Hold'em Maneuver or at Animation Fascination. So we will have plugs in our show notes and you'll be able to check those out specifically. Hey, uh, actually, as we record this, D23 is going on. So there's a, a ton of animation uh, news. There's some Star Wars news. And, of course, Marvel, Marvel. news. Wee, that popcorn Thor. Uh, so definitely check out all of those podcasts, as well as our previous episodes of the Comic Book Kaiju. But let's get right into it. She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 4, MCU Expert. Vibbert with two B's. What did you think? I really enjoyed this episode. I think it had like a good, good range of like many different things going on with it. You got, we got more Wong or as he's <laughs> affectionately called in this episode, Wongers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess I'm also glad I, I did, didn't ever plan on watching the Sopranos too. Uh, I guess some people were getting upset about this for the same stuff that, uh, Wong got upset about with getting spoiled in that, but I liked uh, him and his interactions in this. Uh, I liked a lot of the more like Mystic Art stuff we got in here too. Mm. And I, I liked some of the uh, kind of uh, funny stuff that ensued as like Jen was like going, like trying out like dating apps and yes. doing all that kind of stuff in this episode too. But, you know, it's funny you mentioned it. the, sopranos spoilers because i was thinking that exact same thing i have also not seen the sopranos so when i was watching it i was like dang they just spoiled it i don't i don't actually plan on ever watching it but if i was i'd probably be like wong and upset at donnie blaze for causing all of this but uh that is also a good introduction to two new characters that we got in this episode donnie blaze who if you watched entourage Billy Walsh from Entourage as Donnie Blaze, a kind of reference or hint to Johnny Blaze, the Ghost Rider, the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider, and then Madison. What is it? Two, two N's yeah. and a Y. Or, uh, yeah, With a the, Y, but it's not where you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> both of those characters I thought were great additions to the cast. Great comedic elements to it and i think this episode was one of the funniest that we've gotten so far like i said we're only on the fourth episode we're almost at the or i guess we're basically at the mid-season point because there's nine total but i thought this one did a very good job of just continuing keeping up that consistent tone that we've gotten from the first three episodes and i was laughing from start to finish so this actually might be my funniest episode that we've seen so far. And I also thought this one is doing kind of a much more 
it's showing that the show is more episodic than necessarily serialized. Like there's elements to it being serialized, but it's, it's way more episodic than, um, than I think we originally thought, but I'm okay with that. This is a good, like I've been saying it, I'll say it again, take a shot. Ally McBeal with superpowers. I think it's just continuing that consistent tone and keeping it up. I thought it was very interesting that did not find this out until later, but Cornelius P. Willows, the character that was uh, that owned the Magic Castle and was the hype man for Donnie Blaze, he's actually the oldest actor in the MCU. 104-year-old Leon Lamar. So that is kind of crazy that he's that old. But my wife got a kick out of him. She was like cheering him on every time he appeared on screen. Every time he did something, she was like clapping. So that that actor was great. But what do you think about these new characters that we got? Donnie Blaze and Madison. When uh, when like when Donnie Blaze was showing up on screen, I kept just thinking of uh, Job on Arrested oh, yeah. Development. That's, yeah, the, the, I did too. Especially because of like the stuff of the pigeons and like the fire. He's like, but but where did the the kerosene come from? <laughs> <laughs> and in the courtroom when he did, when he kept throwing the smoke bombs, that yeah. also made me think about Job. Different colors. Get- how did he get the smoke bombs in here? <laughs> yeah, I, I loved all that. Uh, I, I thought he was funny. And I don't know if it was supposed to be an allusion to it. Uh, allusion with an A, not with an I. But with, uh, right, like when Wong said that he, when he was like starting at uh, Karmataj, that he had brought in his uh, former frat brother, uh, Kai, Kai Man oh, or something like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. And I was like, is that supposed to be like a reference to Kaecilius? The Mads Mikkelsen from hmm. Doctor Strange. Yeah. I don't I haven't heard anyone saying that. That very well could be. Um that I can see that definitely as just background reference and not necessarily putting a spotlight on it. Yeah. So yeah, right. that that would be interesting. And the, they have very little uh uh like uh kind of security around like the sling rings. Right. So like, if he like flunked out and he just still had that, right. Like, uh, like Ned's got one still, I think. Yeah. Or Dr. Strange. As far as we know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That was something my wife said to me too. When, when she first saw Donnie blaze, pull it out, she's like, Oh, anybody can have that. How did he get that? And then they explain later in the episode, but yeah, for sure. The security at Comertage needs to be upped. If you're going to kick somebody out, you don't let them keep the sling ring. That'd be like keeping the magic cloak or something, the levitating cloak. So, yeah, that was interesting. So, yeah, we got some more Kamertaj stuff, more Wongers. And like she says in this episode, when she breaks the fourth wall, he is like Twitter armor. Uh, Everybody loves Wong. I don't know anybody. I've never met anybody that did not like either Benedict Wong or Wong in general. So, we are fans, I, I'm pretty sure. And I think everyone that is probably watching this or listening to this episode is a Wong fan. Maybe if you're not, leave us a comment down below. Let us know if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, but I thought that this episode, like I said, very interesting that the tone is staying the same. It's not jumping all over the place. And the dating stuff was really interesting of, of her 
as Jin versus her as She-Hulk. And it also just continued that theme of these, there's some scumbags out there. Like there's, there's some really toxic masculinity that is out there. And uh, dating in your thirties is probably not the greatest experience that you can have. Uh, So I, I just thought it was great comedy of these are all the, the bad people that she's experiencing and that are swiping on her. And just that first guy that was just committing every, pretty much every sin you can commit on a first date oh, yeah. of not paying attention, checking out of the girls, him only talking about himself and just being unemployed. Like he was just kind of had nothing going for him. And then at the end, Oh yeah, she's a six, like insulting her at, as he, as he made her pay for the drinks. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny that it just, it just kept adding up like, Sin, 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 or strike, 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 strike right. against him. Made me definitely glad that I got married in my my early twenties. I was thinking that also, just like man, I'm glad I'm not out on the dating scene necessarily right now. But that was all interesting. And then she actually found a good guy, or so we thought, who was a pedi- um, pediatrician or was in pediatric medicine. But then turns out he was not a good guy i guess he was only into she hulk he is a a giant uh fetish yeah and that scene of her carrying him away we saw that in that very first teaser that very first trailer so i think we've gotten pretty much all of the footage out of that first trailer it was in these first four episodes i think the only thing we haven't seen yet is like that you know like uh, well, there's that some of that stuff with like her, like in like a like a dress. Uh, like oh showing. yes, that's right, that's right, yeah. And then you know, obviously, uh, Mister Matt Murdock. Oh yeah, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so yeah, it was this was the the pace of this one was really fast. The two storylines of the A plotline and the B plotline of of her being in uh, her 30s dating, and then also Wong Donnie Blaze. And trying to stop all of these demons that came out of the portal. I thought both of them were great. Both of them played well. And then it was just a really quick episode. Like I, before it was over, or before I knew it, it was over. And Jen was referencing, hey, there's probably a, a nice stinger or whatever she said at the end, nice little post kicker or whatever. So I thought the whole episode was great. And there was some fans online specifically talking about, how this was not She-Hulk, right? Like, this you, have you even read a comic? And Dan Slott, who is one of the most famous She-Hulk writers of all time, as well as just being a great comic book writer, he tweeted this, and you sent me this tweet, where he was like, dude, this was the She-Hulkiest She-Hulk ever. This episode was She-Hulk 101. It was Jen dealing with personal problems, a Marvel guest star needing legal help, wacky courtroom antics jen's problem requires her attention the legal case leads to superhero action jen and the guest star team up the legal case is solved end of soap opera cliffhanger so that was like exactly from dan slot's run and and from his notes so i thought that was great that that he specifically called that out on twitter oh and he he made some joke too he's like a lot of people were uh asking me if i was uh um, the lawyer 
the lawyer. I thought it was too when I first saw him and they cut away. I was like, was that Dan Slott? And then when they cut back, I was like, oh, okay, that's not, that wasn't him. Yeah, he's, I think he said that dude was like 10 years younger than him. Or <laughs> like that. So, so he's like, I'll, I'll take it if you guys don't want to think that that's, that's me. Uh, but I thought yes. that was funny. He, he's actually a great person to follow if you're enjoying She-Hulk. Number one, go read his She-Hulk run on on the comics, um, wherever you can get it, on Marvel Unlimited or just on in physical print, as you did, Mr. Vibbert. But he's a great guy to follow on Twitter, just at Dan Slot. He, he always posts great stuff. There's actually some stuff where he's talking about this guy, the who we thought was a good guy, but turned out not to be. Uh, so that definitely, yeah, I would 100% recommend following Dan Slot and checking out his comic book run. I didn't think there was anything bad about this episode. Like it's becoming a cliche, I think for our recaps of, yeah, I liked it. It was good. Another good episode. I just, I can't understand the people who are saying like, this is not a good TV show. Like I, this is my favorite Marvel television show. That's that has been put out. So I'm still loving it from top to bottom. Like there wasn't anything, I guess, a little, maybe some of the CG with Jen. A little, still, I would like to see that improved, but it it didn't take me out of it. I'm I'm just fully immersed in the world as it is, so I'm just laughing from start to finish. Actually, what did you think about that post credit sequence of Madison and Wong watching This Is Us? I think or this. Oh is yeah, it. yeah. I thought that was kind of funny too because, like, like the two shows that Wong is watching this in this episode or like like you'd almost assume that they would just try to get like two shows that were like owned by like or like abc or like fox or something like that so it was which i actually think i think that this is us might like i know that it's on nbc but i think that it might be like produced by fox don't i don't i'm not sure but that might be a, a reason why but I, I thought that was funny, like like how they were like talking about like the different drinks uh, there at the end, and that, that she was kind of uh, surprised that uh, that Wong was like a, a gin and tonic dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yak milk and what did he say? Jaeger. Oh, yeah, yak, yeah, yak milk and like gin or or like something like that. That sounds. I was like, that sounds disgusting. And he said it was from a wedding, which. I was watching the screen crush recap and they were like, all right, I hope this wasn't the wedding of the, the lady that got disintegrated in multiverse of badness, because what wedding could he be talking about? The only possible one was the Christine wedding in multiverse of madness, but she's Wong wasn't even there. So maybe Dr. Strange brought it home. I don't know, but that was kind of, a, Although I don't know why she'd have that at her wedding. <laughs> Unless unless Stephen Strange was the one that brought it to the wedding as like a gift, and then nobody wanted it. <laughs> so that was interesting. Yeah, just another great episode. I don't know what else to say. If you're not re- watching She-Hulk, it's I would highly recommend it. I really liked that whole scene with uh, like when Wong goes to get uh, Jen too, when uh, her and uh, the the dude are about to Hulk smash. And um, and he's like, "Why aren't you picking up your phone?" He's like, "Oh, I see. I feel like your dad." <laughs> yeah, 
like he has to go help her and i saw so i thought that whole scene was pretty good with like the action of like her like like bashing like the demons together and like throwing them through like the the portal like. which i wonder what happened like so they're just on earth now they're just in the arctic or wherever they sent them the himalayas no, i don't know i think that's another dimension yeah i think i think so yeah they don't but really then, say and then we had the allusion to like where um Madison had gotten sent uh, by not Johnny Blaze, but Donnie Blaze uh, to like that kind of like the hell dimension looking mm-hmm. place. Right. And that she made some deal with a goat named Jack, which isn't that supposed to be like a, like a reference to Mephisto. Because doesn't he, I think take like people the form have, of Jack sometimes? well, Jake was the name. Cause it, the only reason oh, I remember that oh, is okay. because yeah, we have a friend. Yeah. <laughs> named jake and that, that was the first thing i thought of jake my buddy but yeah i think you could even still say it's mephisto like that's just i think jessica yeah, right. gal and the writers probably having fun with it but excellent another great she hulk episode and we actually got a mid-season sneak peek after this uh did you want to kind of run that down or tell us things that were interesting from that sneak peek i'll link it in our show notes yeah, so with that, it, like it showed a lot of footage of stuff we had already seen uh, a little bit, um, but the, like the same. So how that this episode ended with Jen getting served, basically that the name She Hulk had been copyrighted by uh, Titania, um, Jamila, Jamil. Uh, the the that like mid season trailer starts basically with like an ad for like perfume or something like that that's called She Hulk. <laughs> that titania is branding that's a great just that idea is great i can't wait to see that and like it starts with like jen going and um it was that uh, the other lawyer we saw in episode three um for like the split second right or like dennis said oh she's like she's a future girlfriend uh jen's talking to her in the trailer and talking about like trying to get the the name back right uh, Renee like, yeah. Elise Goldsberry is the actor who plays her, and I'm trying to look up the name, but yeah, she is actually from the comics also. Okay, and she, she's like, you didn't think to trademark your your pseudonym? And she's like, well, did did Doctor Strange or Thor have to do that? She's like, the two examples you just chose are people using their actual names. She's like, that yeah. that was great. <laughs> but there's like a little bit more in there too. Like I think we see a little bit more with like a. Me- uh, with Blonsky as abomination. So it seems like he's not really oh, following that, that order all that well. <laughs> uh, there's some more great. like action in there. Like she's got her, her, uh, what looks like her basically like suit on and, and lots of this too. And then we see, see more of this guy in there too. Uh, we actually see Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock in it. Cause we Ooh. saw him as, as like the the red and yellow daredevil and some of like those teasers, but we see more of that. He talks with her a little bit about essentially like like what he's doing, but without saying that's what he's doing to her. Where he's like, uh, Jen Walters can help people where the like where like the system is or like where the law has fouled them or something like that, and yeah. then She Hulk can help them where the system has fouled them. Uh, and I was like, hey, that's what you do. 
And then like, there's some other shot, like it cuts to where she's breaking the fourth wall. And she's like, I think that's whatever episode he's in. I think it's going to be like the full episode is going to be like Matt Murdock and Daredevil with her. Oh, nice. Seemingly, uh, Cause she, she like turns the camera. She's like, this guy's really doing it for me. <laughs> nice. So, so maybe, so maybe Matt Murdock and uh, Jen Walters will uh, end up together. Maybe that that'll be her, her dating uh, for, for the end of the season. Dang. I want to be, be mad at that. Both of them in the comics um, are frequent. Uh, they have a rotating panel of guests in their love life. So uh, that would be interesting. The actor or the character I forgot is Mallory book. That's the other lawyer that is going to be helping her out. But did you know, I did not know this. She was actually in Allie McBeal also the, and she was in Hamilton. The, uh, Oh yeah. Uh, wasn't she Peggy? I believe so. Uh, Mary Lee Goldsberry. I think she's a great actor. And on that Girls 5 Eva show on Bye. Peacock, which is a great comedy also. If you're not if you're not watching Girls 5 Eva, if you like and 30 Rock, it's it, right up your alley. The the, the woman who um, created She-Hulk for Disney Plus, like the TV version of it, uh, Gao. Yes, Jessica didn't Gao. Does she work on Girls 5 Eva too? Not that I know of. I know she worked on Rick and Morty. That was my understanding was that she was only in animation at first. She may have had some contributing stuff. I'm looking it up on IMDb right now, but oh, it looks like she was a writer on Silicon Valley okay. as well. But yeah, she's a great talent. I can't wait to see what she has coming up next. I was listening to a podcast with her and she was like, I don't want to think about Marvel right now because they were kind of like, oh, what else are you doing? But she's like, no Marvel. I'm just going to take a little break from Marvel. So, Plus, she wouldn't be able to say if she was anyways. Right. Excellent. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Comic Book Kaiju. Like I said, if you want to leave your thoughts, definitely give us a, a let us leave us a comment down below on YouTube. Let us know what you're thinking about She-Hulk, and we will continue our coverage of She-Hulk Attorney at Law as it continues. Mr. Vibbert, We'll continue discussing Star Wars on the Holdo Maneuver and animation on the Animation Fascination podcast. Uh, definitely check those out. Was there anything coming up specifically that you got down the pipe uh, on those? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I said last time that this upcoming, we're going to be talking about Shadows of the Empire on Holdo. And then the following week on Animation Fascination, uh, we'll be doing like a news roundup of all the stuff that happened on Disney Plus Day that got released that day, as well as all the stuff that's going on this weekend at D23. So oh, whole, yeah. Yeah, because there's a whole bunch of Disney animation and Pixar stuff that got announced yesterday. So Yes, and so, hopefully you're, you're staying tuned to all of the comic book kaiju social media accounts, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube shorts. I'm trying to put out as many reels as I can on all the D23 stuff. So that's happening right now as I record this. So as the episode is released, we will be covering all of that stuff on all of the CBK pod accounts. Like I said, Instagram, TikTok, And then if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see my shorts here as well. Want to remind everybody just to let you know, our book of the month for September is going to be Sandman volume one preludes and nocturnes. So definitely check that out. Mr. Vibbert, I would highly recommend 
you check out not only the Sandman TV show on Netflix, but also Volume 1, Preludes and Nocturnes by Neil Gaiman. Well, to quote Captain America, I'll put it on the list. Yes. Excellent. My friends, I think we have reached the end of another comic book kaiju podcast, but I did want to let you know that Mark Vibbert loves comics. Mark Vibbert with two Bs. And you should too! 